Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so glad you're here today. As you know, we are still in the middle of COVID, and while things are seemingly getting a little bit better, we're still in the midst of it. And I know if you're anything like me, um, I love going to the gym, and I miss it so much. I really do. I, I have actually several gym memberships, and um, I really am missing being a part of the energy of the gym. I love group classes. And um, quite honestly, I haven't been exercising as much since um, since the beginning of COVID. So I've been having to alter my eating habits to make up for my lack of exercise. I'm still going out for walks with friends and by myself um, just to get out of the house once in a while. But it's definitely not the same. And that's why I'm so excited to have my guest on today. As you know, running since the beginning of COVID has grown in popularity. So because gyms are closed, running has become wildly popular. And a lot of people who haven't been runners before are taking up running. And other runners who maybe had a running practice are really upping their game now. And running is really personal for everyone. And there are a lot of different reasons why people run. I think COVID has really had a lot of us take inventory and be grateful for what we have. We find joy just getting out, moving our bodies, being more connected with nature, getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting our bodies moving. It can really be such a beneficial mental and physical workout for us. And if you stay tuned for the whole episode, you will find out how running can actually be a source of inspiration, empowerment, and purpose. So my guest today is Matt Mills. Matt is a certified professional coach and a speaker, and Matt helps people find their career purpose so they can achieve and accomplish their top leadership goals for their life and their career. The coolest part about Matt is he has a part of his coaching practice called Coaching on the Run. And this is where he really combines the practices of running and leadership coaching. So I don't know any other coach that does this. And I thought it would be so great to have Matt on the show today to really share his love of running and really the benefits of running and exercise for that matter. So even if you're not a runner, Listen to the episode because you are going to gain so much wisdom from Matt just around the benefits of exercise and what Matt also brings to the show are some great leadership lessons. He has one that you have to stay and listen to till the very end. It was literally a mic drop for me because I had not heard it before. And I will tell you, it was a major mindset shift for me about motivation and action So I'm excited to bring you Matt Mills, and I look forward to hearing any comments you have about the episode. Please email me at natalie at corecreationcoaching.com. I'm always open to your feedback, and I love hearing how you're doing things differently or thinking about things differently because of the episode. And I also want to hear from you if there are other subjects you would like us to cover on the Lead Your Life podcast. And if you're enjoying the show, please hit subscribe and take a few minutes out and leave us a rating. It really helps our podcast rise to the top with the algorithms 
and the podcast platforms. And that way this episode and other episodes can reach more people and serve and impact others. It just takes a few minutes and it would mean the world to me. I really appreciate it. So let's dive into today's episode with Matt Mills. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So I would love for you to share with my audience uh, a little about your career history and also your running history. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> feels like one is a little bit longer than the other. Um, so, you know, my career history is, is right now where I'm at is I am a uh, career leadership and also a running coach. But what led me to that was, you know, my, my career started off, I worked in the entertainment industry for a number of years. And I followed that profession because for as long as I lived up until that point, I just, I was obsessed with movies. I was obsessed with working in entertainment. I wanted to be Steven Spielberg. I wanted to be a producer. I just wanted to just do anything in entertainment. And so I was fortunate enough. I grew up on the East Coast and then moved out to LA after I graduated college and was fortunate enough to pursue that. Um, Number of years into it, (laughs) I, I was really on a good trajectory, on a good path. And then something completely felt out of alignment um, with that career. Uh, it just, I was, I was getting really bored, frustrated, burned out, and then saw where my career path was, was going, what I was, the path I was leading and really just didn't want to follow that anymore. And what was happening at the same time was I was actually engaged in a couple of activities in my job. I was running an internship program. I was mentoring high school kids and college kids and and really discovered that that was my favorite part of my job. Yeah. And so I started just, it led me down this path of self-discovery. And, and I, I met with the coach and they're like, you know, when you talk about teaching and coaching, you light up. And that was an aha moment for me. I so, get it. I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. It's just like somebody says something that you don't see and it just high, it, it lights up this completely different path. And so from there... I knew my career was going to be different. And so actually what I did was I, you know, I was still young and I took a really big leap and I went to teach abroad in Tanzania for a year teaching English Oh wow! uh, as a volunteer. So, you know, cause I just wanted something that was going to be really challenging, like something that was completely different from what I was doing and did that for a year. It was amazing. And then, yeah. How, how was that experience for you? Cause th- that's, <sighs> that was always something I wanted to do. I always wanted to go and teach abroad. It was, it was life-changing. I, it really was. It taught me more about myself than any other experience had. And it was just, 
for what was so fulfilling about it was, you know, I, I've always been someone who's, who's thought big and, you know, I would talk with people, my friends, you know, even there were people I was dating and I would be jealous of what they were doing because they were teachers or they were taking chance. Like they were just trying things out that were different. And through my whole life, I kind of realized that was just very much my nature was always kind of going against the grain yeah, and sometimes breaking the rules to see what, how else I could challenge and push myself. So I did that. And that was why it was just so incredible and put me on this path and, and then just taught me all of these things about me that I could carry forward. Um, so it, it was, it was life-changing. Yeah. And then, and then from there, you know, it, it's, I, I knew that I wanted to pursue coaching, teaching. And so uh, that's what I did. I, I worked in higher education for a number of years as a career counselor and advisor. And then at the same time, had a master's in counseling, got a master's in counseling, got my coach certification. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much where it's led me to now, or now I'm coaching professionally full-time uh, and um, coaching people in their career paths. Uh, and then also uh, incorporating running into that as well. I know. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear about that. And we'll, we'll get we'll get there in just one minute. So yeah, obviously, there's so many people because of COVID. I, I talk about this on previous episodes, that obviously, we're in this horrible time and a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. But kind of the silver lining of COVID has been that it's been a powerful pause for people yeah. to really stop and reflect on is that the life I really want to go back to when yeah. all of this is over? And some of that is voluntary. Some of it yep. is mandatory because people have been laid off, furloughed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people without jobs who are also in transition, um, you know, not voluntarily, but yeah. they're but they're looking for something different. And they're saying, you know what, mm-hmm. I've been in this industry or I've been in this job or I'm burned out or I don't want to sit on the freeway for two or three Mm -hmm. hours a day like I used to, and I want to get off the hamster wheel. And I actually kind of enjoy spending time with my family and being home. And so um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, kind of what you're seeing with your clients from a career transition perspective? Yeah, you really, you spoke to it a lot, is that I think what now is happening is people are seeing that there are different possibilities for them that they didn't think were possible before. And it's almost like everyone kind of was forced, like it was a force break of the rules, Mm -hmm. meaning before COVID hit, no one thought that so much of our uh, people who were working could do their jobs, that entire companies and organizations could work remotely. Like no one thought that was ever possible. Right. And I also think that, it's a people are really examining their priorities and also getting in touch with the priorities that they were probably ignoring. So you mentioned family. Yeah. Health and fitness obviously is another one. Yeah. But also now it's almost like whether they know it or not, people are now given permission to like throw the rules out the window and try something completely different. And so that's what I'm seeing with a lot of clients is they're still people I think are still kind of trying to wrap their brains around 
what they can do. It's almost like someone kind of opened up the prison door and they're like, <laughs> you can go, you can go free. You're, you're, you're good to go. But people don't know how to walk out that door. They, they, they're still kind of like, wait, hold on. You're telling me that I'm released. Like, where do I go? What do I do? And okay, so I love that visual yeah. because I think it's so perfect. I mean, how yeah. many people in this audience are sitting here in, in a job where they feel like they're literally in prison and yeah. I, I just, I love that. I love that visual because it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah. And so, um, so you mentioned health and fitness. So people are reevaluating their priorities, you know, family, health and fitness. Um, and I think just their overall values too. Like, am I living into yeah. my values? So with regard to health and fitness, cause I know that's been a big one. I know yeah. so many of my audience members, so many of my listeners are women who mm-hmm. tend to put themselves on the back burner and with busy jobs in c- long commutes taking care of the you know most of the primary responsibilities of taking care of the kids and schoolwork and and even now having to manage kids at home with remote yeah. schooling and online learning share with us how you got into running and yeah. also the benefits of that because Obviously, running's been around for a long time, but because gyms have been closed, yes. I also know running has become very trendy, although it has been around for a, a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. So, how I got into it, you know, I mean, my, I'd sometimes, you know, we'll say it and ask people, like, what's your origin story? And so, you know, what my origin story was, especially for running, was really it was when I was 13. And I, I grew up, I was, you know, kind of a shy, awkward, especially as I got into my teenage years, which I know everybody has their awkward teenage years. But for me, I was, I was a little overweight. I just, I, I was just really shy, awkward, all of that. And my brother, he had had his own transformation through running in when he was in college, he's a number of years older than me. And I wanted to experience that for myself. And so I really, I started running just, I was going out, it started just going to my mailbox and back and then a little bit longer and a little bit longer and I'd go two miles and then I'd go three miles, four miles. And then I got to high school and I was coached and was on a cross country team. But that was the first transformation that I experienced through running it. And now I'm a lot more aware of it, but you know, it gave me this confidence. It, it just, it turned me from someone who was kind of more in the back of the class to more in the front of the class. Um, because it just gave me, it kind of a, a, a awakens this other person that I mm-hmm. had in me and which was so crucial, especially in those formative years. Yeah. And I've experienced that multiple times over through running. Running has always gotten me, whether it's through crisis or whether it's through mo- periods of my life, even that career change, like going to Tanzania, like running played a really big part in that transformation. So for me, I just, I, I had looked back, especially as I started coaching more and I was like, you know, what's really kind of like the through line for me that's helped facilitate a lot of transformation and also just transformation that I've seen in others. And, and it was just, it was running and it wasn't just the physical transformation. It was everything. It was the way, it was just the confidence, the way I was being more productive, my relationships, my mental well-being, all of it. And so that was just something that's always been powerful for me. 
and something that I know other people who get started with it, they experience that as well. And so now I think you're starting to see people, especially with COVID where they're, they're inside more and they need more mental release, physical release. They need to <laughs> change their scenery because they're stuck in their house all day and they need yeah. to get out. That's huge. They need to get away from their family, <laughs> you know, have some, some alone time, some me time. So all of that. And so I think now it's, it's a really interesting time. And I think that's while there are people might say it's, well, I just want to kind of get that physical release. They're probably experiencing a lot more benefits from it. Yeah, no, it's really powerful. And I, I love how you share that, you know, running has been transformative on all levels for you, not just the physical. It really is the the mental and, and, and just, can you talk a little bit more about maybe for you, what, mm -hmm. what those benefits have been, um, for you yep. specifically? Yeah, I think it, there's a number of ways I, it's really when I, and when I coach, I really kind of talk about these six areas that running can, can impact you. And there's obviously it's the physical part, um, mentally, you know, that's my meditation time. It's a time when I can process what's going on through my day. I can prepare for the, for the day that's going on. You know, it's, I, I even when I was working, uh, um, more in a kind of a corporate full-time job, um, I would use it to, as like my therapy sessions, I, you know, I would just like, if I had a bad day, I would be able to vent and release that by going on a run. Um, same thing with the emotional benefits from it. Um, it just, you know, obviously we know the endorphins that you get, but you just, you feel now I'm, I'm more in the habit. I used to always run in the evenings. Now I run in the mornings and it just sets my day off differently. It's because I just feel like I've accomplished something. There's just such a huge change with that. And then environmentally, you know, again, it's like, I love being outside, love being in nature, you know, uh, it's just, it's nice to get out of my house. Um, so that's really been a way that it's, it, it changes me on a regular basis. And then socially, you know, it's when I need to have that time by myself. And unfortunately now we're not able to really run in groups, but that is something where, when we are able to do that, there is such a huge community feel for people who are runners and who are running. Um, and then last thing that's, I think really big is just purpose. You know, it gives you that purpose not only just on a daily basis of like, I'm going to have this purpose to go out for a run today, but also when you have these goals that you're setting towards, I'm usually always training for a race. That's not possible right now. So I have to find other ways to set those goals. But that purpose, it's always been something that's kept me driven. And for all of those benefits, those are all things that I've been able to take to other areas of my life. So my professional life, you know, my, my relationships, it's affected the same way that running does on the run. It's also affected and improved other areas of my life as well in those same aspects. That's amazing. Uh, and thank you for sharing Matt. So, um, <laughs> I am someone, I love to work out. I, I do kickboxing. I do orange theory, I Pilates, blah, blah, blah. I do a lot of workouts. Okay. And I'm sure there's people in my in my audience that are like me. I've tried to run. And I know you talk about the benefits of running. Run, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just laughing right now. I, I know you talk about the benefits of running and the endorphins and how good it yeah. makes you feel. 
when I run, I feel like I'm dying. (laughs) Yeah. So can you share with my listeners who might be like me? Yeah. You know, how can you run and actually feel good instead of feeling like like you're dying? (laughs) Oh, I, I do love that question. So first of all, look, not every single person is going to take to running and, and have that be their joy. Um, now it's we've seen that boom because yes, gyms are closed. But first of all, whatever that is for you, take that on. You know, cyclists are really passionate about their sport. Surfers are passionate about that. You know, I mean, everyone, people who are engaged in meditation and yoga and all of that. So find that thing that that really does resonate with you and work. So I understand that running doesn't have to be the thing that that unlocks everything for you. What I would say though, is for running, there's, I think you can kind of get caught up in a number of things that we get caught up in other ways as well. And, and, you know, in imposter syndrome of thinking like compare the comparison trap. Yeah. Thinking, uh, oh my gosh, like in order for me to be a runner, I have to go out and I have to run every day for 30 minutes a day. Uh, and I'm a failure if I don't hit that. You know, I mean, people set these standards, you know, they download these programs like couch to 5k where they're like, this is what you have to do every day. I, my number one rule for anyone who wants to get started with just having an exercise or running is start where you are. And usually when I coach people, especially beginner runners, the program that I have for them is a mix of just running and walking and it's really small achievable goals. So you have to just build that confidence first. So that could mean like I did when I was a kid, go, go run around the block, you know, do that three times a week. If you want to go out for 20 minutes, run for one minute, walk for two, you know, and run for one, like alternate. So it's really, it's like whatever you can do to just start to build that confidence. That's where you should start. Okay. So that's really good advice because, um, no, and I, and I think it it is, I like what you said is how kind of our running journey, even when we're getting started can actually be a reflection of other things. Maybe we're struggling with in our lives, right? It's kind Mm -hmm. of a mirror, right? Exactly. Because because I agree with you. I mean, I tend to (laughs) be the person that's trying to run and I'm looking at, you know, this high school, Got these high school guys <laughs> who happen. I happen to be on their um, on their running path, and they're literally like running like gazelles, like just effortlessly. I'm like, I don't know how they're running so effortlessly because literally, I feel like I'm dying if I'm running. And yeah, uh, and so then I look at them. I'm like, oh, I must not be doing it right. So I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> you know the the great thing about running is is honestly you you kind of have to almost find how it fits for you and really what your like what it really brings to you what it's giving to you and so that's why I always start off too what it's like what's your it's the same thing with any goal that you have like what's your purpose what's your why behind it and you have to buy into that so you know when I. I coach anyone. The first thing in my program is like, you have to find your finish line, find what it is that you want running to bring to you. And that's the same thing. It's like for people who go on diets or, you know, they want to do something else that's going to transform them. If you're not able to buy into that, like you're, you're just, you're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, And, but the great thing is, is, you know, 
you can find your superpower for that's unique to you as a runner and and what you're doing. So, you know, I mean, like to give you an example, I, I was, I ran collegiately for a nationally ranked team, um, cross country and track. I was the captain of my team. I was a leader on that team. I was the, probably the last place guy on that squad. I was not the fastest person, but I discovered my leadership abilities through that. And there was something where I was, I was helping to inspire, like my role was different than being the fastest person. And so that's why I, 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 I love when people can kind of discover something about themselves on a run that doesn't have to be, you know, I can run this many days in a row. I can run this fast. I can run this time. That's great. So, but it's, it's more of the other things that you want to accomplish that I think you can discover about yourself on a run. Perfect. And I think that's a great segue into your coaching business. So mm-hmm. I would love for you to share with the audience coaching on the run, which is really leadership coaching while running. So if you could give us a background and tell us a little bit about it. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, a background, how I I really started that was, um, it actually came through, uh, my, my coaching work and still does focuses a lot on career coaching, leadership coaching, and, and really helping people who are just kind of feeling burned out, stuck, unfulfilled where they are in their, in their career, um, and helping them transition into something that is more fulfilling and purposeful and, and it's, is more aligned with their potential. And so I had been uh, really trying to figure out how to be more visible, promote myself on social media, all of that kind of stuff, do some marketing. And I started training for a marathon over a year ago. And I thought, you know what? let me just play around with social media. You know, I'll, I'll use this as a, as a way for me to kind of be visible and track my training. And the way I used it was, I was like, okay, let me track my training, but I'll use things that I talk about in my coaching in the way that it helps me train for my, for my marathon. And so I used a lot of the, the um, ideas, the techniques, all of that, that I use in my coaching, you know, creating your vision, getting in the right mindset, strategizing, like effective training, like getting actually getting into action, mm-hmm. overcoming those limiting beliefs, those inner blocks, all of it. And I, uh, you know, what's funny is I I set a time as a goal, and I hit it exactly going through this entire program. And so this was just something that I really wanted to share as part of my practice. And so now what I do with coaching on the run is it really helps active, busy professionals. And, and when I talk about leaders, it's not just the traditional leaders, people who are in high level positions, but it's anyone who just wants to have more of that self-leadership in their life. Yeah. And so it really gets them running so that they can experience more energy, engagement, enjoyment in all areas of their life. I love that. And I love that you mentioned, um, leaders outside of traditional leadership roles, right? Because in so many aspects, we're all leaders. And no matter what level of the organization you are, no matter if you're a stay-at-home mom, no matter where you are in life, you are a leader to someone. And Mm -hmm. so 
um, obviously your coaching practice should be thriving because everyone's a leader. <laughs> so um, can you talk about some of the leadership lessons that you've learned along the way and uh, or even some uh, stories that you can share from your clients about lessons that they've learned about leadership uh, while doing coaching on the run? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I think it's, I, I love when you talk about, you know, everyone's a leader. So as, as we know through, through our coach training, everyone's a leader by choice or default. And so I think running is really one of the greatest acts of self-leadership that you can take mm. because you're making a commitment to yourself. And so I think that's what I've seen in a number of the clients that I've worked with is that they show up and they're ready to commit. And for some people, you know, they might have goals that are outside of that and outside of running, but, you know, they're not really sure. They always think of like, how do I get there? You know, how do we do it? With running, it's like, well, you just take that first step. Right. And it's, it's like something you can actually do right then and there. Right. There is no wondering how do I do it? There's not overthinking it. There's no, <laughs> it's literally pure action. Exactly. We are not sedentary people by nature. And so you're immediately getting into action and that helps to uh, make people feel comfortable and understand the idea of just getting into action with that. So, you know, like one of my clients um, that I'm working with, uh, he already was a runner, but which, which helps also just be able to, um, can make that connection. And so, you know, he had a goal that he had for running, but he also, you know, was someone who works in digital marketing and wanted to start a podcast. You know, uh, he had a really passionate interest in comedy and politics. And so really what we did was we, we created a running plan. So what I always do with, with my clients is first get them running. So a lot of them are beginning and returning runners. Okay. So it's not often that I'm working with people who are really seasoned runners and you know who who are are just want to take their running. I can do that, but I really enjoy working with people who you know they they know that run, they need to have more kind of a healthy lifestyle and they're just maybe they're just like not feeling physically they're just like the energy is just depleted yeah so i get people we really we get started running but then at the same time we're also working towards their other goals and and you're so you're able to see basically on on at the same time you're able to see how you are improving in your running but then also how it's affecting you in, in your work, in your personal life, in your home life, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, and so we just track that consistently and we, we grow upon that. Yeah. And what have been some of the results that, you know, clients have shared with you about their experience that basically the lessons that they've learned from their running experience that they've taken into uh, work and yep. maybe their personal life? Yeah. I think a lot of it comes from, you know, I mentioned like for me, I had that confidence. And so I think there is, I, I see the most common is that there's a lot more motivation. Mm. So, you know, one of the common things that I always hear, especially now is that people are like, I just, I don't have the time. I it's honestly, it, fitness is probably now bumped down to my priority on my priority list. Yeah. But what I see from my clients is if you devote, if you can sacrifice just like that half hour 
in the morning or whenever it is that's going to work best for you, it actually will motivate you, make you more efficient, more effective in everything else that you have to do. So you, you kind of need to get into action to see it. But I noticed that with a lot of my clients where they're like, you know what, I actually, it freed up a lot of my time because I sacrificed that half hour and I got the things that I was dreading and doing, you know, I got motivated to do it. I had more energy throughout the day. I was more engaged with people that I was working with. I just had that positive energy and there's plenty of science and studies that I could get into and on the effects of it and just how it it affects negative affect, which means like if something bad comes your way, runners and people who are more active actually are able to handle that and feel more positive about that by, I think it's like 30%. Wow. Um, so just from having a morning exercise. So, so that's really like, that's one example of what I see, but then it's also from other things, the practical side of goal setting. You know, I have worked with clients who they're like, you know, I want to I want to be able to run a 5k uh, in 30 days or two months. And so we're able to do that, but then they're learning also how to set goals in other areas. So, you know, I want to be a better leader for my team. I mean, that's a little bit more of a broad goal, but other things as well. And so we're able to take how you're able to goal set for your running goal and then take that into other, other goals that you might be setting for yourself. Yeah, I, I I love just the overlap. And I completely agree with you. I mean, I know, speaking from personal experience, you know, I, I can get into ruts just like my listeners of, mm-hmm. oh, I'm too busy, I don't have time to exercise. And, you know, I, I'll go one day and then two days and then three days and four days without exercising. And all of a sudden, I'm tired, I'm lethargic, I'm not feeling, you know, great. And then I'm on the couch, you know, at night, yeah. and I'm falling asleep on the couch. And if I would just exercise, it actually does unlock more time in my day and it makes me more productive. So the half hour or hour I think I don't have is actually a total fallacy. <laughs> yeah. And it, it totally is. And, and people don't realize that until they just try it out. But I think, you know, the big thing too, that I see a lot of my clients that they report is just more purpose. You know, they have something that they can work towards that they know is going to have a tangible impact for them, not just physically, but they experience it in other ways as well. And so I think you just, you feel more of that, that purpose that you have, not just with running, but how, how you can have that in, in your home life and your work life, all of that. And that is something that I think a lot of people are looking for right now. And so that's why it's like, it just seems so simple, but start off, go for a run. Even just that 30 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it is, can give you that little bit of purpose that you might need to feel more engaged, energized, um, and just have a little bit more of that power for yourself. I love that. That's perfect. Um, Thanks for sharing that, Matt. Any other lessons that you want my audience to walk away with today as they um, either continue on their running journey or are just starting mm-hmm. their running journey um, with regard to you know their personal leadership or just lifestyle or health or fitness? I think it's just, it's, it's not as daunting. You know, we talked about this a little bit, but it's really not as daunting to get started as it seems. And there really is just 
no better time than the present. You know, I think something that can be one of our saboteurs is delay, you know, putting off something that is, you know, I'll wait until things are perfect. I'll wait until the kids are going back to school to get started. I'll wait until I, you know, I get the promotion until I can, you know, have whatever it is that I'm, I'm searching for. I, I can wait until I, the gyms are open again until I can start to feel better about myself um, and get more of that exercise. And so I just, that's the one thing that I, I think I would push back on and just try it out, go for one run <laughs> and see how you feel, see how it impacts you and then get up the next day and do it again. All right. Well, you've totally motivated me and I'm, I'm going to make a commitment. <laughs> and since I'm doing it yeah. on the air, um, I can be, anyone can hold me accountable to it, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to start trying. I really am. And I'm just going to take it slow. And I love what you just said about don't delay, you know, cause in my mind I'm like, oh, well I'll do it when I lose a few pounds or I'll do it when the weather's yeah. not as hot. I mean, those are all really excuses, really. They are. They are. I mean, if I'm really honest with myself, they are excuses because I could just get up earlier when it's not as hot or I could <laughs> or I could go later at night when it's cooler and I could do it. I, I absolutely could do it. So I'm going to commit to just starting and putting one foot in front of the other as simple as it sounds. Yeah. And, and what I would just really quickly add to that and, and sometimes people resonate with this, know that motivation comes after the action. So a lot of times people wait for the motivation to come. But so that's why I always tell people, the first thing, all you have to do is put on your shoes. That's it. If you put on your shoes, you are likely to get out the door. I even say like, just go out for four, commit to four minutes. And after four minutes, like, see if you want to quit then. And I promise you, you won't be able to, but motivation comes after the action. So I just like, if you are curious right now, all I would say is like, get up tomorrow and just put on your shoes. That's it. And see where it takes you. Okay. I absolutely love that. And I've actually never heard that before. And, and it's so true. You know, the, the laying in bed in the morning, like, oh, I should get up and I should exercise this morning. Cause I try to be a morning person. And I'm, I really, yeah. I really struggle with that. Um, but you're right. I always feel better afterwards. And then, and then when I do it, when I actually do it, you know, if I go exercise in the morning, I feel so good. And it does keep that momentum going for the next day and the following day, et cetera. Yeah. So I <laughs> love, I love, love, love that you just shared that, that motivation comes after the action. So powerful, mm -hmm. Matt. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I also know that you have a resource that can help people yeah. get started on their journey. So can you share a little bit about that? And I will also put it in the show notes as well. Cool. Yeah. So if anyone's interested, if you are, if you're just getting started or maybe restarted with running, there's a lot of people that I know that are, they used to be runners and now they're, they're interested to kind of get back into it. You can sign up on coachingontherun.com for a jumpstart your running toolkit. And it really makes everything easy for you just to get started for the first few weeks gives you all the tools, the motivation that you need, a couple of guided audio runs. So you can actually listen to me guiding you and, and giving you some coaching on the run, literally. So you can do that uh, and sign up on coachingontherun.com. 
Awesome. I'm going to download it this afternoon and I'm going to go for my run tomorrow morning. That's that's my <laughs> promise to you and to my listeners. So Matt, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I love your wisdom. I love everything you shared. And, you know, really you are the essence of what I try to um, share and educate my audience with is, you know what, turn those insights into action. Mm-hmm. And so just get going, taking that first step, getting out, getting moving. And again, just, I love what you said about motivation comes after the action. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the lead your life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now. Thank you.